and the team this morning as they led us in that time of praising our God. I'm going to visit a familiar passage this morning. How are we going? I haven't got this up there, have I? Okay, you just need to tell me if I'm not up to speed because I can't see what I'm doing. This is the final message in a series of four that I've preached on good news for a change and this one is actually called Good News for a Change. So um, uh, I'm sure this passage that I'm going to be reading from is familiar to you. Luke chapter 2 verses 1 to 7. We, we heard it on Friday night at the Carols by Candlelight. You probably heard it in church yesterday and certainly today. We're going to revisit this passage that we know uh, describes the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's pray and then we'll read this scripture together. Father, we thank you that today we have the privilege, the freedom to come and worship you. And Lord, many other people around our country and our nation are doing the same. We pray that there will be a uh, special awareness of God present amongst your people today. That Lord, you'll speak to us even from a familiar passage. That we may hear your word in a fresh way and we may take it on board and apply it, be obedient to it as you desire for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, don't switch off. This is a familiar passage. And so that you don't switch off, you're going to read some verses with me. So I'll read the first two. And how are we going there? Are we on? Off, on. And it's not working. You might have to skip it ahead for me, Cheryl. That's it. Why isn't this working? Okay. Familiar passage. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinia was governor of Syria. Your turn. And everyone? (laughs) Doesn't work. So, here we go. Ready? And everyone... He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave... And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, You could try singing that. No, no, no. This will be a sign for you, to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men, on whom I think they would have said it a lot louder, but we're not going to do that today. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, 
Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. A familiar story. All the elements of the uh, Christmas event normally contained in that story. And I wonder what God's saying to us. Do you ever think that you hear the same story over and over again? What, what new stuff could possibly God say to us? Well, I don't know about you, but every time I open the Word of God, some, somehow God says something new to me. And certainly today I believe he has something for us as well. Have you ever noticed the good news always surprises us? So Cheryl, are you going to be able to follow along with me? Thanks. Don't know about you, but um, we we have been conditioned, I think is the word. We've come to expect that any news we get will be bad news. Does that seem right to you? You know, um, some people don't watch the TV, the commercial news stations anymore, because it always seems to be bad news. It's it's about disasters or crimes or disputes, and that's just in the federal parliament, let alone the rest of the no. Oh, no, this is being recorded. Um, but it's like that. I, I, at one stage there, I was seriously looking at not watching the news, uh, either the local news or the national news, because we've been ex- conditioned to expect the worst, and probably even so in more recent times. You know, we were just chatting with our daughter and son-in-law in, in uh, Melbourne and, and I forget which lockdown they're up to. Was it the ninth one last time I heard, Cheryl? Oh, I've lost count. And they, every time the news comes on there, they're expecting more bad news. And sadly in the community, I think people are very sceptical of any positive change happening in our community. The, the lives have become hardened, as it were, to any news that's good news. And I think some of the commercial stations have tried to address this, and, and even some of the non-commercial stations. I don't know if you've noticed, but over the, over the last couple of years, there's been this trend that somewhere in the news broadcast, there's a warm, fuzzy, happy story. You ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Sadly, it's about animals most of the time, you know, cuddly panda bears or whatever. But every now and then, you get a good news story that's about something uh, special that someone's done to help somebody else out. Uh, and you think... Well, the world's not as bad as what I thought it was. But it's only one story amongst a a gamut of other stories. The shepherds were very surprised. The shepherds were very surprised. Put yourself in the shepherds' sandals for a moment. What would life have been like on a normal night out in the fields? Well, one, it was winterish time, so it would have been cold. The ground would have been hard. It would have been dark, except for the stars, possibly. Uh, there would have been an odour of smelly sheep around. But, but, you know, it was the same as any other night. No difference. They were not expecting any news of any kind, let alone good news. Have we become like that in our world? Have, have we become so used to the bad news that when good news comes, we don't recognise it. I think there's some, some of us like that. And so, so God had to do something to, to break into this normality of the shepherds that night. And he did, didn't he? He really broke in in a big way. I don't know if we can imagine it. The, 
the overwhelming light, the overwhelming noise, the, the strangeness of the occasion is beyond our imagination. And then in the midst of all that, the message that they got was, don't be afraid. I tend to smile at that. You know, if, um, I don't know if you've ever been, uh, uh, most of us wouldn't have been underneath a helicopter when it's landing, but some of us have. And at night time, and often you see the floodlights first before you even hear the noise of the helicopter and feel the, the pressure of the wind. But it, if you've never been there before, for me, it was a frightening moment. I knew the helicopter was on its way. But, but to actually be in the midst of that moment was a frightening experience. For me, it was both exciting and frightening at the same time. But then God said to the disciples, don't be afraid. It's good news that you're going to get tonight. Good news of great joy. The angels promoted that night. What did this mean for the shepherds? I don't know about you. Hands up if good news is a surprise to you. If, you've, if somebody's told you some good news, has it been a surprise to you? And I think we get surprised. You know, I'm not just talking about the gifts under the Christmas tree and what those surprises are. I'm talking about when somebody is blessed. Can I share a story? Good on you. When somebody is blessed out of the blue. It was a surprise, wasn't it? So Kathy has a scooter, an electric scooter, uh, a sit-on electric scooter. I better clarify that so it's not a... <laughs> and um, the batteries failed this week and there was $400 worth. And um, she was surprised by someone's generosity to pay for half of those batteries. That's a surprise you never anticipate, isn't it? And this is similar to what the shepherds felt. They they were surprised by the light, by the noise, by the, the sound of the voice and the sound of the angels singing. It was a surprise for them. Wouldn't it be great if we were no longer surprised by good news. Wouldn't it be great if it was a regular occurrence we were hearing of good news, whether it be in our own lives or in the lives of people around about us? That would be amazing. And and I think that the world's crying out for that because there just seems to be so much bad news around at the moment. So why is good news good? Anybody got any suggestions why good news is good? Positive. It's positive, yeah. Because often it contradicts what we're experiencing at the moment. Let me share a little bit of that. Good news was good for these shepherds because God was not who he thought, who they thought he was. God was not who they thought he was. He was not the judgmental God of the Old Testament. He was not the zap you if you do something wrong. Gee, people even believe that today. Punish you if you do something disobedient. That was not the God that presented himself and presented the story that night. He was not the God that was standing far off and watching this world go to ruin and sort of um, being satisfied with that. And that's what a a lot of people, a lot of uh, tribal people believe that to appease the gods, they have to do all these good things or these uh, sacrificial things. That was not the God who was presenting himself to the shepherds that night, in fact, to the whole world. He was stepping out of that mindset of what people thought about God so that he could show people and the world that he was a rescuing God. He had come 
seen people in their trouble, seen us in our trouble. He loves us. He's willing to do what it takes to bring into our lives joy and peace. Because that's what the promise was that night, wasn't it? Peace on earth to all men on whom God's favour rests. And they said, there is good news of great joy. And that was for the whole world. So, So it's good news because God is more than what we thought he was, or is more than what people think he is, who who, who people think he is. Even today, uh, you'll never find me in a church, some people say, because they think the roof's going to fall in if they come to church. They think that they'll be punished for their lifestyle. Do we have the opportunity, do we take the opportunity to share with them the loving Heavenly Father that we know, who has given us the good news in the person of Jesus Christ. Why is it good news? Because the good news is in God's hands. The future is in God's hands and he is powerful enough to be entrusted with the future. That's why it's good news. His promises are real. The promises he gave at that first uh, occurrence when Jesus was born, you can hold him to those promises. The promises is good. I'm going to try something. Do you know this song? I know who holds the future and I know he holds... Sing it with me, Ruth. You know it? It goes, I know who holds the future and I know he holds my hands. With God things don't just happen. Everything by him is planned. So as I face tomorrow with his problems large and small, I'll trust the God of miracles Give to him my all. Do you know it? That song has been with me since my early teenage years, when I first surrendered my life to Jesus. And I've never forgotten it, because he knows the future. He knows our individual futures, what we will do today and tomorrow and the next day and next week. But he knows the futures of this world as well. The mistakes that people make, the good choices that people make, God knows. And he is powerful enough to be trusted with that future. This is good news for the shepherds, but also for all who are burdened with responsibilities or difficulties in life. There is such a need for joy and peace in our world that these Concepts of joy and peace seem almost foreign, seem almost impossible. But this news that Jesus, that God was giving that day through the angels was good news, both for them there and for us now and into the future. Timothy, uh, in his letter to the churches, reflected something of that when he said in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12, there it is, Yet I'm not ashamed because I know whom I have believed in and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. So he trusted God for his future, for that day of ultimate day of salvation when Jesus would return and he would look at, be with him face to face. So why is it good news? Because God can be trusted. God can be trusted to be true to his promises but also to guard what we've committed to him. And finally this morning, 
Good News for Change is the title of this sermon. So why does good news bring change? And I believe it's because God invites people not only to follow beliefs, not only to follow rules and instructions, but to know him, to know him personally and to know Jesus, the son of the living God. So when you do that, when you, when you seek to know God, when you seek his kingdom first, changes will happen. If you take on board what he's saying to you, changes will happen. Have you ever noticed this, that knowing Jesus changes people from the inside out? Just because you come, you believe in Jesus, that doesn't mean your complexion or your, or your uh, physique changes. It's changing from the inside. The, it happened that night when the, good, the promise of good news was given to the shepherds. They were transformed. How do we know that? How do we know they were transformed? Because they did something that was totally out of character for them. They left their flocks and went to look for this promised king's promised Messiah. I'm sure they left a guard with the flocks, so I don't think they were irresponsible. But for them to leave their flocks for any reason was foreign to them. So they had a change of heart from the inside out. Their, their former priorities were set aside. And their main priority was to go and see this one that the angels had talked about. We struggle, I struggle, with making sure that my priorities don't overtake God's priorities for me. You know, um, uh, I've got lots of ideas and wonderful things I'd love to attempt and achieve, but I need to know what God wants me to do first. And so these Shepherds, their lives were transformed because they did what God wanted them to do first. When change is empowered by God's plan for the world, it can have enormous consequences, can't it? When people are empowered by God, they can bring change to the world around about them. Uh, Whether it be through their lifestyles, their thinking, whether it be sharing the good news of Jesus with their friends, with their families, their neighbours, their workplaces. Again and again throughout history, you may, you may be the evidence of that, that somebody shared the good news of Jesus with you and you're here today because of that. But it's, it's bigger than that. God has done amazing things when people, out of their knowledge of God and their love for God, start to talk about God with their friends and their workmates, and their neighbours. Nations have been changed through God bringing revival into this world. And it usually starts with one or two people praying and talking to others about Jesus. I wonder this Christmas, are you open to the good news? You know, we know what the good news is. We know that God's behind the good news. We know that he empowers us to live out the good news. Are you open to this good news? Are you open to being radically changed by the good news? The shepherds put their own priorities second and God's priorities first. I wonder if you're ready to be part of a bigger change for good in the communities where we live, in the street where we live, amongst the neighbours that we live. Are we ready for God to use us to be part of a bigger change for good?
Good news for a change. That's what Christmas is about. And I trust that whoever you interact with over these public holidays or whatever, they will see that Jesus has, has made a difference in your life. Let me pray right now. Father God, we thank you that when we reflect on these stories and we look into them and we see what you, you have done and what you've said and the lives that have been changed, Lord, it encourages us. It encourages us to keep on living for you, keep on living out that good news that we have already received so that others may hear it as well. Father, we long for people in our neighbourhoods, in our street, amongst our families who are not walking with you or who have walked away from you, Father, we pray that they will once again hear the good news of Jesus and trust in your promises for their lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If there's anything that I've said this morning that, that's uh, switched the light bulb on or you've got a question about, please catch up with me after the service. I'd love to share with you more. Thanks, music team.